Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Happy Monday, VP listeners. This is Kim Hauer. Um, it's August 8th today, and I am joined this week with Andrea um, Marietta Wright. Mm-hmm. Good, right. I said it right. Um, and I'm just excited about this. She said that she'd be willing a long time ago, so um, we finally made it happen. So welcome, and thank you for joining me, Andrea. You're welcome. Um, would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Well, um, I live here in the Holland Zealand area, actually about a mile and a half or so right from the church. So we could technically walk, though we have not yet done so. (laughs) Um, I have been married just over 15 years to my wonderful husband, Frank, and we have two kiddos that um, are very friendly and um, most people probably know, Gino and Francesca. Gino is a bumbling seven and a half year old with lots of energy. And Francesca is about nine and a half. Um, I personally do work. I am a billing and office manager, work from home. It's always been a remote position, but I have had the job just over a year. And that is for a counseling practice here in Holland. And so I really enjoy that. I also teach my kids at home. I am a teacher by training, went to school for that and taught for a long time. And as they were entering school age, just circumstantially um, kept them home. And as we've continued to pray year by year, have continued to feel God's call to keep them home and really um, felt led to disciple them that way, really um, very pointed and intentionally. So at this point, they're home with me every day as well, um, although they are involved in Hamilton's homeschool partnership. So. Anyway, that keeps us very busy, and I've been part of VP for about a year as well. So uh, it's been a good place for us, and we're grateful for a lot of great people that we've met. Yes. Um, Gino is the boy, if anybody has noticed. Um, He has, yes, a lot of energy. You can't miss him. Uh, He's so smiley. Uh, But I love most, I think, is his hair, his (laughs) curly hair. It's a little bit long. I love it. It's a lot long. He refuses to let me cut it right now. So I know. It's absolutely adorable. Um, and Francesca too is such a sweetheart and, um, yeah, just been blessed to know your family Uh, over the past year that you guys have been here. Uh, at some point we'll probably come up with the, uh, story about how we may be connected originally. (laughs) It's a good one. So hang in there this week with us. Um, probably not today. Um, well, thank you for sharing about that. And yes, um, you are probably one of those people too, that I kind of like, oh, how do you do this homeschooling mom thing? Um, I do that obviously with just one of my children now, but Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a super cool thing to do. And I think it's becoming more common um, for many reasons, but um, that's really cool that you guys are intentionally discipling your kids. And Mm -hmm. um, I really think that can be done while in school as well. Sure. Um, 
but maybe not quite as well. It's a little bit more difficult because you're not with them so much. Right. And what you're called to do and what they're called to do and who they're called to be too. I mean, there's a lot of different factors at play there. And um, like I said, for now, this is what we're called to do. It may not be forever. And there are seasons and um, like I said, different personalities and giftings all kind of come into play. So for now, it's been a gift for sure. Yeah. And very cool that you're... um, yeah, yourself being intentional about uh, listening to where God's leading your family, you know, whatever that looks like, We're and being open best. to whatever that is when He <laughs> says it's something different. So, yes, doing our best. Very cool. Well, thank you very much for joining me. And uh, I am going to read today's scripture and then we'll have a discussion about it. Great. So today we're reading Isaiah 5, verse 1 through 7. Um, I'm reading it out of the NLT says a song about the Lord's vineyard. Now I will sing for the one I love, a song about his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a rich and fertile hill. He plowed the land, cleared its stones, and planted it with the best vines. In the middle, he built a watchtower and carved a wine press in the nearby rocks. Then he waited for a harvest of sweet grapes, but the grapes that grew were bitter. Now, you people of Jerusalem and Judah, you judge between me and my vineyard. What more could I have done for my vineyard that I have not done already? When I expected sweet grapes, why did my vineyard give me bitter grapes? Now let me tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will tear down its hedges and let it be destroyed. I will break down its walls and let the animals trample it. I will make it a wild place where the vines are not pruned and the ground is not hoed, a place overgrown with briars and thorns. I will command the clouds to drop no rain on it. The nation of Israel is the vineyard of the Lord of heaven's armies. The people of Judah are his pleasant garden. He expected a crop of justice, but instead he found oppression. He expected to find righteousness but instead he heard cries of violence. So as you read that and prepared um, for this recording, what stood out to you in this passage? Um, The first thing that stood out was verse two. In my version, it says that he cleared it of stones and planted it with the choicest vines. And then as I went on to read, I just think about the power and sovereignty of God himself um, and Yet, at the same time, I thought about um, how his plans for us play out when we're faithful. So it involves kind of both of us and his power, but our um, ability to be faithful or not, you know, the choice in that, and that we have a role to steward what he's done or what he's given us. So those are the things that initially stuck out to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had, um, I noticed the the effort, the work, protection, and patience um, Mm -hmm. that God had done in preparing this beautiful vineyard, you know, the love of that, um, of having good grapes, right? Right. So much work and time and patience um, with the expectation of a beautiful crop. Right, right. You know, and I think, wow, there's a lot of work. You know, it wasn't like he just, uh, like ho-hum, just all of a sudden spoke it into B or something like that, right? Right. Like it talks about the process. Um, And in that, it brought to mind the parable of the talents and the parable of the sower kind of tying into his work and planting good 
seeds and crops and cultivating, like the work of cultivating that as well. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good catch on two more Bible stories. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's very good. Um, not at all. I didn't think that. So, um, yeah, and I think this turns... Um, I don't, I don't know if not like dark or scary or like, it just turns to me kind of sad, mm. you know, because of all, after all that work and, you know, desire for something good, mm-hmm. it comes out bad, bitter, yes. you know, he gets bitter grapes and not sweet grapes. And he's like, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> it did all of this work and all of this prep and everything that I was supposed to do. Sure. And it still turned out bad. Mm. Um. <laughs> And to me, that just made me think of like, okay, so if this is God, right? The Lord of all, the creator, the like perfect. Mm-hmm. If everything he did was perfect to that point, and yet it still ended up being sour grapes, bitter grapes. Hmm. Um, maybe there's a little bit of grace <laughs> for me as a human. Right. Um, and I think as raising children, right? Like you do mm-hmm. all of that stuff in raising children. Right. And yet sometimes they can still turn out to be bitter grapes. Right. You know, that free um, will piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think like, to me, that just kind of spoke of the grace and like, if, okay, if God was not perfect in getting a perfect result, mm-hmm. just in the perfection of creating it up to that point, um, how much more grace does he have for me? Right. In my work and toiling and um, yes. patience sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's good. So, yeah. And I thought about not just grace, but then his, that supernatural power he has to work within us when we have the right heart. Because none of us are going to be perfect as right. followers of Jesus, as parents, as humans, humans. right? Mm-hmm. So there is a certain mystery there that I felt like was at play because, yep, yeah, you've got this beautiful work of God. And then you do have his um, justice or his judgment that is at play, too. Mm-hmm. But um, how there is grace in measuring our hearts. And when we are walking out our faith and cultivating the right heart the best we can, and we're investing in the right things, how there's that supernatural opportunity for this plush vineyard as well. So it's kind of interesting how it got to speak to both of us on both sides of Um, how the vineyard could turn out and God's role in both of those. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes it does make me just step back. I think um, in some of the other scriptures that we read later this week too, that sovereignty of God um, is sometimes just really hard to grasp. Mm -hmm. You know, like he could have made the grapes also be sweet and perfect. Like he has that, sort of sovereignty Mm -hmm. to make them great, Mm -hmm. but yet in this case, they're not. Mm -hmm. So it's like, ah, I don't know. Sometimes I just like mind blown. Like, how do you understand that? How do you come to grips with that? Mm -hmm. Um, What's interesting is in my Bible, it's got these cool notes on the side margin. And um, it talks about how Israel is a vine. And so it kind of draws a bridge there to something that wasn't even on my radar as I was reading here right. and shed a, an interesting different light. And I think that's probably why I was also, um, I don't know, seeing the free will piece and 
the role that we as humans play in how that vineyard turns out, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, Israel has a very viney <laughs> type history, right? Like, mm-hmm. at, like ups and downs, goods and bad. It's like it just all over the place. I have some grapevines actually that grow wild in my yard. I think the previous owner grew them intentionally, okay. um, but now they just grow wild through this portion of our yard that annoys me. But for the first time in a couple of years, I actually have seen grapes, but it's like these vines are long, long, long away from where they were originally hmm. put in our yard, like a long distance away right, from where the original planting was. Right. So it kind of burrowed into the ground, right, and found another place to come up and, you know, try to strangle other baby trees, which is not my favorite. Um, <laughs> but I saw a cluster of grapes on these, and I'm like, huh, I wonder if these are going to turn out to be good or not, because we've done nothing to tend them. Right. Um, they just are there. So um, I've yet to try them because they were green, and I think they're supposed to be, like, Welch's grapes, if I remember back when we first moved in. So <laughs> you'll know. I think in they're a couple, supposed to be about purple. a month or two. <laughs> okay. I have no idea about grapes, so I'm sure we'll find out. But um, yeah, how that, like that vine is just sometimes out of control. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and I think we see like what God says towards the end here, how he handles that out of control mm-hmm. nation. Right. You know, I mean, he basically is going to destroy the entire thing. Yeah. Um, or let it go to waste. Mm. Um, and again, that's the sovereignty of God, right? That's mm-hmm. the justice. If we don't have the justice of God, we can't really have the grace of God. You right. need both of those to make both valid. Right. Um, and uh, and so I was like reading um, in verse 7. Yeah, it says he expected a crop of justice, but instead he found oppression. He expected righteousness. Mm-hmm. Instead, he heard cries of violence. Um, so you see the difference between what what exactly made these grapes sweet or bitter. Right. Um, what would make them sweet was justice and righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't turn out sweet. They turned out bitter. Um, so their oppression and violence is what was like what made them bitter. And so that's what he had to get rid of is because obviously that goes against the character of God. Right. And how that influences his um, actions, so to speak. There's actually a preview this in my mind is a preview of what's to come a little bit later this week with another scripture Mm -hmm. as well um and that justice judgment piece of god's character yeah that isn't often discussed as much as his love and grace and those types of things right yeah i feel like uh, you'll probably all stay tuned for the rest of the week because it's good It's good. I like it this week. Um, Anything else that you had that you wanted to share or? No, I think that about sums up what I was thinking. Perfect. Perfect. Come to mind. Um, So as we close, um, I have, I'm going to scroll down a little bit further because a little bit later um, through Isaiah um, kind of repeats something that I think slightly differently, but I'm, I want to close with that today. Um, Verse 16 and 17, it says, But the Lord of heaven's armies will be exalted by his justice. The holiness of God will be displayed by his righteousness. In that day, lambs will find good pastures, and fattened sheep and young goats will feed among the ruins. Um, So I just thought, you know, 
as we kind of stopped at that justice part and God's destruction of the vineyard, mm-hmm. um, I like to read beyond sometimes to get a context. And I mm-hmm. thought, okay, let's not stop there at the justice um, because it's we should be aware of it. We should be talking about it. It's real. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's remember that as God's children, uh, that's not what he has in store for us, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so I thought, how cool that will be, right? Someday we will see God's justice um, displayed, his righteousness fully displayed, and holiness. And um, in that day, lambs will find good pastures, you know, like, and we'll feed among the ruins, right? So even though he destroys all of it, mm-hmm. um, I think his children, yeah, yeah, there's still life mm-hmm. there, and mm-hmm. his children are going to rise in that. Um, So, yeah, I just pray um, as you go forth into your Monday and this week that you'll be encouraged by not only the justice of God um, and his righteousness, but then um, also knowing that he has grace for his children and that ultimately um, if we are his and we're sealed by his blood, that we will um, experience that joyous, good pastures and you know, where beautiful vines are abundant is my mm-hmm. thought. The beautiful vineyard that he has planned mm-hmm. will come to be. Mm-hmm. So I just pray that you will be encouraged this week and have um, a great Monday. And we will be back with you tomorrow on Tuesday. Thanks. Have a good day. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.